Hello, and welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. It is me, Dr. Yoandi, your host. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a framework of the best prescription you are ever going to take. And so if this is something that you want to learn about, specifically a prescription, a non-medication prescription for your joy, happiness, fulfillment, success, your overall well-being, if this is something that interests you, keep listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Although the name of this podcast is Happy Without Medicine, I want to make it clear that when it comes to our mental health and wellness, if you need medication, I will be the first to advocate for that for you. The name of this podcast actually came out of the realization that I, in fact, could be happy outside of medicine as a career. And my job, my career, my title did not define me. Like I said, many of the patients that I see in my practice are in fact on medication to help with their mood, prescribed by their GP, by their psychiatrist. However, in addition to these medications, I will often offer a different type of prescription altogether for those who are on medication, even for those who aren't. And these prescriptions time and time again have proven to be very effective in helping these women feel less anxious, less overwhelmed, and more fulfilled. Now, so the meds that we're all used to thinking about are pharmaceutical medication. Um, so say, for example, you have an infection, whether it's a bladder infection or a skin infection, you would go to the doctor and the doctor would prescribe you an antibiotic. And that antibiotic is something that you would take on a schedule. You would take it three times a day, every day for seven days, for example, or twice a day for five days, whatever that might look like. The same way you can take an antibiotic or even a medication for specifically for anxiety or depression, there are behavioral prescriptions that I love to prescribe for my patients as well. So not pharmaceutical, but behavioral prescriptions, if that makes sense. And so Drawing from the analogy of taking, so drawing from the analogy of taking an antibiotic, you know, and whenever you come to the doctor, we will always tell you, make sure you take this antibiotic as prescribed. Do not skip doses. Do not skip days. You know, take it exactly as we have told you to. And the reason is because the drug has to reach a certain level in your bloodstream in order to be effective. It has to reach a certain level. And so if you are random with how you're taking the doses, you're going to have suboptimal levels in your bloodstream and the impact, the effect of the antibiotic is going to be very compromised because of that. You take the antibiotic whether you want to or not. In fact, I'll often remind people, set your alarms on your phone because three times a day might not sound like a lot, but it's easy for you to forget especially if you start to feel better. 
Same thing for these behavior prescriptions that I give to my clients. I always tell them that even if you don't feel like getting up and doing these things that are on your prescription, you have to do them. You have to do them because if you do them haphazardly, you're not going to feel the same level of effect. And so what does this behavioral prescription actually look like? What it looks like for the majority of the women that I have created one for is generally three things that they would like to do that will make them feel good, that will make them feel accomplished, that will make them feel like, yes, I actually got something done today that I wanted to do. I want to be clear because many times women will come to me and say, you know what, I really want to start working out and lifting weights five days a week. And I feel like this is something that I should do. I want to get in shape. I've gained X number of pounds and I really want to get these pounds off. And I want to go to the gym to lift weights five days a week. I feel like it's something that I should be doing. I want to be drinking two liters of water a day. It's something I feel like I should be doing. I want to go vegetarian. It's something like I feel like I should be doing. Now, these prescriptions that I put together are not things that I want you to feel like you should be doing. I want these things to be things that are doable for you, things that are accessible for you, things that will light you up, things that even though it feels hard right now, you know that when you get them done, they will make a big difference for you. And so some examples of these things that I'm talking about that have made it to the prescriptions of different clients in my practice are, I want to make my bed every morning. I want to take a walk five days a week. I want to call my mom three days a week. I want to get dressed for work five days a week. I want, so there are many different things and I want you to hear that these aren't major things. I want to use my meditation app five days a week. I want to complete 10,000 steps every day. So these aren't big, crazy, huge goals that we're talking about here. These are little things that are doable, that feel doable for you, that you know that when you get them done, they're going to give you a boost of positive energy and positive emotions, and they will get the endorphins and the feel-good hormones coursing through your body, right? So they're not things like, I want to quit my job, or I want to create a brand new product for my business, or I want to speak on a big stage. We're not talking about goals here. We're talking about little activities that you do every day that are going to have a positive effect on your mood and your overall well-being. Okay. And so as I describe these things, I want you right now to think of three things that you would like to do. I've given a list of different options there. And so think about some things that have been helpful for you in the past. I have an amazing client and for her, it's getting dressed. It's getting styled. She's she's known for having this amazing wardrobe and ability to put outfits together. And so for her, it's like, yeah, I want to be able to get dressed every day for work instead of wearing T-shirts or just, you know, things that don't necessarily go with who I am as a person internally. And the thing about it is, like I said, you're not going to feel like doing these things, especially if you're already overwhelmed or feeling depressed. These are things that 
yes, you know that they'll be good for you, but it's going to take a bit of effort or maybe a lot of effort to actually get up out of bed or out of your routine and your comfort zone to get them done. But the same way, as I said, with the antibiotics, you don't always feel like taking them. You have to. You have to take them. That's the only way this is going to work. So once you've decided on what three things you are going to be doing, you then now need to decide on how many days a week you would like to take these things. And so this is where we're starting to look at a more realistic schedule. So if you know that it is hard for you to get up and go for a walk outside every day of the week, let's start with three days. Let's even start with two days uh, because this kind of prescription is one that you can actually build up. But we want to make sure that the frequency makes sense. We don't want to say, oh, I want to go for a walk once every two weeks, because again, you're not going to reach those peak levels required for the efficacy of the prescription to actually work. Okay, so once you decide how many days you would like to perform these activities, the next thing is I want you to think about how you want to feel as a result. This is just one word. And if you're struggling with that word feeling, how do you want to feel? What emotion do you want to feel? There are tons of resources online that you can look up different lists of emotions. And for some women, it's they want to feel peaceful. For some, they want to feel powerful. For some, they want to feel clear. For some, they want to feel focused. So you have to decide one outcome, one cure, one result that you're looking for as you take this prescription. And then finally, as you go into the week, you want to track how many days you are able to take your prescription for. So if you had decided that on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I am going to go outside for a walk. You're going to track on Monday, I went for my walk and put a little check mark on your Monday in your calendar. Normally what I do is in session, we build out the prescription together. So my patients are going home with an actual document for the prescription that they can use with all the words and all the feelings and the frequency and the days of the week and all of that. So if they actually go home, with that. And so they would track, you know, on Monday, I went for my walk. On Tuesday, I made my bed. On Wednesday, I went for my walk again. So they're tracking the days of the week that they committed to these activities and whether they got them done or not. I often like to insert here that if you didn't get the activities done, please, please do not criticize yourself and get down on yourself for that. All that is, is data. All that is, is information. You bring that information back to me and we troubleshoot what happened. The same way if someone has been prescribed antibiotics to take five times a day and they haven't been able to be compliant with that, when they come into clinic, my perspective isn't, oh, why didn't you take your antibiotics five times a day? My perspective is, okay, what happened? What got in the way? What were the challenges? How can we fix them? And how can we put you on a regimen that you're going to be consistent with so that we can set you up for success? So if you do this for a week and you're noticing you're not able to stay consistent with the prescription, revisit it, go back to it and say, okay, what am I missing here? What could be better here? What is getting in the way? And is there something else I should be doing instead? Is there a different activity or is there a different frequency 
that I could be taking this prescription on. So in addition to tracking the days of the week you're taking your prescription and doing the reevaluation as needed, you also want to track how you feel from a scale of one to 10 based on the outcome that you're looking for. So if you said, I want to feel more peaceful as a result of taking this prescription, every day at the end of the day, you're going to track on a scale of one to 10, how peaceful did I feel today? And so from one being the least peaceful and 10 being the most peaceful, you're going to put a number in the appropriate spot. So if that day you went for a walk, you did your meditation and you made your bed as prescribed, you would go to the end of the day and say, okay, how peaceful did I feel? Did all of these things make a difference? Okay, I felt peaceful six out of 10, or I felt peaceful four out of 10. And again, this is just data gathering data gathering to see how is this prescription working for me? And is there something that I need to adjust so that I can achieve my goal? Very importantly, I want to emphasize that you don't want to stop doing this if you feel better. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I'll have patients come to me and say, oh, I stopped taking my blood pressure medication because my blood pressure was normal. And it's like, okay, the reason your blood pressure is normal is because you've been taking this medication. So the same way we would say, don't stop taking your antibiotics until the course is complete is the same way you don't stop taking this prescription Even if you're feeling better, you don't stop your antibiotics when you feel better. You stop your antibiotics when the course is complete. And even more importantly, you don't stop this prescription if you're not feeling better. Many times I'll have women come to me and say, okay, Dr. Ayoade, I went on the treadmill Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and I was expecting that once I got off the treadmill, I would have this rush of energy, but that wasn't the case. What am I doing wrong? And I have to remind them of two things. One is that this is not a magic solution, number one. So the impact is very gradual. I'm seeing the results. You might not feel it because you're with yourself every day. But for these clients, when they come to me on a week to week basis, I can see the difference in their energy. I can see the difference in their facial expressions. I can see the difference in their posture. They're holding their head up higher. They're making more eye contact. So even though they don't feel it, I see it. So I encourage them to keep going. That's the first thing. The second thing is the wave of emotion that you're experiencing, whether it's anxiety, sadness, loneliness, depression, it's like the wave of an ocean. It's going to come and it's going to go But we need as a surfer, imagine yourself a surfer. This is an analogy that I've used before. Imagine yourself a surfer riding this wave. You need a surfboard to prevent the wave from pulling you down even further. So yes, the wave might feel uncomfortable. It might feel stormy. It might feel scary and lonely at times, but stay on the surfboard. Your surfboard is your prescription. Because without that, things will actually feel worse and the wave has the potential of pulling you further. So if you don't feel better, it's because the change is gradual, number one. And number two, it's because you're staying steady. Without the prescription, you might actually feel worse than you are, okay? So just to summarize, in addition to pharmaceuticals, 
there are behavioral prescriptions that can be very effective when it comes to managing symptoms of anxiety, feeling low, feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling overwhelmed. And many women who do not yet qualify for medication actually benefit a whole lot from this kind of prescription, where we are looking at three things that you would like to do, where we're looking at an outcome you would like to accomplish based on a feeling that you would like to experience. I'm staying consistent with this prescription on a schedule, on a regular basis, even if you're not feeling the effects right away. And so to end this episode with a quote, I haven't done a quote in a very long time. This is from psychiatrist Dr. William Glasser. And he said that if you want to change attitudes, start with a change in behavior. Many times we're waiting for our emotions, our feelings to change first before we change our behavior. But the truth is for the majority of us, we need to change our behavior first and the feelings will follow. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't yet given this podcast a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Tell me how you feel about the episodes. Tell me what you're learning. Tell me how it's been making a difference because these reviews encourage me to make more episodes that I hope are helpful and will also help other women find this podcast so that they can enjoy the same benefits that you are enjoying as well. Until next time, remember that I'm here always fiercely advocating for your success and happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.